Hey, True Crew, this is Vic, and I'm here to proudly announce that we are affiliates of The Subtle Nerd. The Subtle Nerd is a place where you can get all your modern, nerding, gaming, geek, lifestyle-type shirts. They've got hoodies. They've got tank tops. They've got stuff from men and women. They've even got posters and mugs for all your nerd gaming needs. And the best part about all this is that you, our loyal listeners and followers, all get to benefit from this joint venture, which means you get 10% off if you use the code CHEWPOD, C-H-E-W-P-O-D, all cap letters, you'll get 10% off your entire purchase. So what are you waiting for? All you have to do is just click the link in the ad description below, or you can just head on over to thesubtlenerd.com. We'll also have all the information you need posted and pinned on all of our social media websites. And again, head on over to The Subtle Nerd, and don't forget to use the coupon code CHEWPOD so you get 10% off. Episode 382 of Chew on This, a Nerds United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Man, it's been, what, two years since the first movie came out? I think Spider-Man it's been longer. Into the Spider-Verse. And the, the movie just released this weekend. So we're here to review, obviously, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And um, let's just get the boring shit out of the way because, obviously, we want to talk about this movie. It's breaking so, records. Uh. I don't know what record exactly, but let's figure it out. So, uh, it, let's go back to the first movie. The first movie was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That was at 97% with 398 reviews. And it finished at the box office, I think total worldwide 375. Um, yeah, about 375. Okay. Uh, total. So for this one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, it's at 95%, so 2% lower. Uh, 250 reviews, so a little bit less, and it obviously number one with the $120.5 million debut for the weekend, only finishing second behind the biggest opening of the year so far is Super Mario Brothers at 146. So obviously, Jeez. you can never judge how good a movie is based on how much it makes in the box office. Right, right. Because if you're comparing two cartoons, you know, two... I would say Super Mario Brothers probably more beloved. Um, Super Mario Brothers was not even as good as this movie. It's not even close. So it, I have it, I haven't box seen box. Mario Brothers yet, but I'll take your word for it. I do know that um, ratings wise, the other one got really low. It was very kiddie, I guess, orientated. Oriented. Uh, yeah. This movie is across the board uh, well liked by everybody. So. I mean, that's a, that's the big difference, I think, in 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 the whole scheme of things, and the in the whole like time, you know, uh, in the future. I think this movie is going to stand out way above Mario Brothers for sure. So, uh, just to just to give you an idea, the, the Super Mario Brothers movie with Chris Pratt playing Mario, um, fifty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes and two hundred sixty three reviews. <coughs> 
Yeah, so no, it's not even close. But but that one hit at such a time. Like I understand it's going to make a gajillion dollars. You know, it's basically the first big, yeah. um, you know, the first big uh, cartoon movie, maybe when it yeah. released. Because Sonic was a uh, live action, right? And Sonic so, was mixed, yeah. yeah but I, Cas- I enjoyed Sonic way better than and this Castlevania movie. was a Netflix show. Um, it's so, dark as shit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just hope they tackle some other shit. I don't want to, I don't want a Donkey Kong Country. I want a Zelda. I'm, I really, I think it's ripe for Zelda right now. But, man, there's so much folklore in Zelda. There's so much just, shit to do. And they that keep bringing more games out and they keep, they're, they're fantastic one after another. So, yeah. Anyway, Anywho. so let's let's I'll do my initial reaction and I'm going to try to be as quick as possible. All right. But 95% uh seems pretty low for me. Um I will say this though, uh, I missed parts here and there of the movie because mm. I probably had one of the worst movie going experiences in a long time. Oh, I had a stupid people. I had a stupid bitch constantly kicking my chair and actually like doing that thing where you know, they're like rocking their, their foot or something back and forth, like kind of a fidgety thing. Yeah. Right yeah, on the yeah. back of my chair. <clears throat> so to stop that, I looked back a couple times and that person didn't do anything. So I slowly stretched forward and then immediately jumped back as fast as, as hard as I could and fucking hit that person in the foot. So that <laughs> stopped that. <laughs> and then again, I know it's, I know it's a kid's movie, but for me as a parent, I made sure that my kid could sit still in a theater. I made Mm -hmm. sure that they would listen and I'd let them know before I went to the movies, you're only going to the movies if you can sit still. If you can show me that you can sit still in a movie and not get up, then we'll go. I had two parents there or, you know, parents, a boy and a girl, kids, and one fucking just loud as hell. The other was standing up in her chair. And the mother, this stupid bitch, was speaking to her child at full volume, normal yeah, volume. Yeah, yeah. Literally to the point where she was trying to talk above the movie theater. Oh my sound. god! Oh my god! So I, I missed it. a lot of fucking shit, and like the dad did absolutely fucking nothing, like nothing. Huh. Huh. So to those three people, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Like literally, okay. like nothing pisses me off more than rude people in a theater. It's I, I I try to think like you know it's a kids movie. I understand that, but just because it's a kids movie doesn't mean you bring your kids to ruin it for everyone else. What time was it at? Six o'clock at night. About. Yeah. See again, like I I don't like that. I when I if I ever took my kid to the movie, and he was little, it was usually like. Ten in the like morning, like on a Tuesday or, morning or some shit. Yeah, right? yeah. Like it was always something, something where where if I knew he was gonna, he could only sit for an hour and a half. After that, if the movie was longer than that, he was running up and down. Yeah, the aisles. but you weren't fucking talking to your kid no, at no, full no, no, volume, no. and, and I, you were trying no. to control him. You weren't and being a stupid bitch. Yeah, when he was four, he was running up and down the aisles, and then once he got older, he never he never did that again. He just sat still. But well, I never. Why did you let your, but also, why did you, like, why did you let your kid run up and down the aisle? Because it's a two again. It's in the middle of the week in the summertime at like ten in the morning, ten thirty. There's nobody in there. I'm just like, right, let if it, there's let nobody run. in there, that's fine. But this yeah. is opening day. Yeah, and IMAX of all things, right? Did you go right. to IMAX? Yeah, it was IMAX. Yeah, so imagine so, how again, loud I, she was talking. Imagine how loud she was talking to try to talk above the fucking IMAX speakers. 
look, you have this is the difference between Burger King and like a restaurant. Like you don't go like you could run around Burger King and be an asshole all you want. But like you go to a restaurant, you sit your ass down, you shut up. So IMAX is like the restaurant, nice restaurant of movie theaters. Like you don't even if I was an XD, there. even if I was an XD or normal theater, I still wouldn't accept that. That's bullshit. Well, XD like, is still no XD is still nice too. I'm just saying. No, like, I'm, I, a even if I was in a rinky dick hundred, like a rinky dink hundred capacity theater, and you brought your kid on a Friday night or any time for that matter, and you can't control your kid and you ruin it for every. This is not the same thing as like going on a plane, right? Like you have to right, go right. somewhere. You don't have to fucking take your kid to the movie. And ruin it for everyone else. So if you're listening to this and you're that person, fuck you. Like seriously. <laughs> like you owe me money for ruining my experience because you're such a shitty parent. So anyway, that's my that's my soapbox thing. But that's my like initial said, reaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, movie's I was, great. Uh, Parents the movie's fuck great. you. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big middle finger, thumbs up for the movie, middle finger to you. Yeah. Um, my initial reaction, so I've seen this movie twice. No, you didn't. Well, excuse me. I went to the theater <laughs> twice. <laughs> the first time I sat down, I watched the first 10 minutes. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. Next thing I know, I look at my watch, two hours have gone by. I have slept through the entire movie. And my, my kid excuse was, hey, I tried waking you up, but there's just no way. You were just out. And I was like, are you fucking, are you kidding me right now? Like, I've never done that. That's nuts. And he's like, yeah, well, and then I left and then I was like, I, I have to, I have to come back here tomorrow. Like, I, I have to. So I took my other kid with me and we went and thankfully I slept through the, through the, I told my kid, I'm like, I need to take a nap during the, uh, wake me up after the 20 minutes of previews are over because it's the same shit I saw. Wait, the you before. took another nap? Yeah, I took, I took like, I just took a cat nap, just closed my eyes, and then he like kind of jarred me when the, when the credits were rolling, and then I was fine. I watched the entire movie, was riveted, just fucking loved it. Um, it's like Godfather 1, Godfather 2, you know, it's just, it's just as good, if not better. Um, they really just, they, it's like, I almost felt like now the first movie they were restrained. Because holy shit, this yeah. one comes out and literally the studio is like, do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's mm. literally what it felt like to me where they were like, do whatever you want. And right. that's what they did. It was like everything in the kitchen sink and everything. And like, and it's in one of those experiences in where way. in a really good way, it, it was so, it, it was overloaded my brain to the point where I'm like, I can't wait till this comes out on Amazon or whatever because I have to watch this like 20 times. There's so much shit going on. There's so many Easter eggs in a good way. There's so many things because, in there that, that people went gasped, you know, right. because, uh, because, because the Easter eggs in this movie are part of the story. Yeah. They're not Snyder thing where it's like in a comic book or in it's a like YouTube some, video in some like, it's like some obscure painting to tell me like he uses he uses easter eggs to character development yeah for, for character I, I, development it's fucking exactly. ridiculous it's stupid so, so in this oh one though God. i know i mean that's pretty much your initial reaction is yeah. it's fucking awesome all right so where do we want to start with this movie because there's like you like you said i can't wait for this movie to come out to watch it multiple times because i think i tweeted out like a either friday or saturday where i was like i need to watch this movie 10 times to find all the Easter eggs and or or just enjoy the artwork in the yeah. movie. 
and then yeah. another like another five times to pick up all the Easter eggs in it, this movie. It, it's 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 brain overload. It's like it's so ridiculous, but it's so, so well ridiculously too. cool. You know, yeah, it's really well written. The voice actors are phenomenal. And I'm going to spoil, I'm going to spoil the shit out of our diversity rating. Cause this is, if you go look at the IMDb, it's plethora of times a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally you could not have found a more dive for fucking sun spider. The the spider with the, in a wheelchair chair. Yeah. They got a handicapped woman in a wheelchair to play the spider version. That's I mean, so it's fucking ridiculous how diverse and how much care was taken to each character. It, it, like, I, they had a I'm, spider. They had a they had a Tyrannosaurus Rex. They had a cat <laughs> that coughed yeah. web fur bo- balls. But most people don't know. But like, literally all the all that all shit the exists. different. Yeah, all of this exists. In the Spider Verse, there is a fucking cowboy and a and a horse spider. There is a Tyrannosaurus Rex Spider Man. There is a cat Spider Man. There is even the monkey spider. There is a monkey Spider Man. Like, was the monkey in the movie? I didn't see a monkey in the movie, but I could be no, wrong. No, but I'm just it saying, like there. that's how, it, it probably was because I think there's like a hundred and something different versions of Spider Man in this movie. This movie was so good that there's a scene in it where. He's oh, we're running... gonna spoil the shit out of it too. Yeah, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this movie. Where he's running away, trying to leave the Spider Verse, trying to leave, trying to get back to his world. No, that's and HQ, he... not the Spider Verse. That's HQ. 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 Miguel. Yeah, uh, Oscar Isaac, right? Yep. Uh, who finally is in a good comic book movie? Because <laughs> 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 like yeah. Moon Knight, eh, you know, so, and uh, and so here's, Apocalypse. Here's oh my god. Here's a funny thing about about um Midnight. So I'm in still because there's been so many things to watch. I'm still um going through an MCU watch, right? And uh-huh. I'm doing it in the to- in the in the phase Timeline? order. No, the phase order. Oh, the, phase. the release okay, date okay. order. Okay. So I got to I got to I was so excited to see certain things like I was excited to in my ver- like watch I was excited to see Shang Chi again. I hadn't seen that in a while, and you know, yeah. watching all this other stuff, and obviously, what if, and all that. And I had a hard time getting through Eternals again, and yep. I've come to a complete standstill. Standstill for for uh, for Moon Knight. I think I'm 20 minutes into the first episode, and I keep having to rewind it back to that 20 minutes because I just stop paying attention because it's so fucking boring. Uh well you're one up on me I've never finished that show I watched the first three episodes and never went back it and I've never done that before on an MCU I've never done that before it might take me till the end of the year to finish this it's so. it's so off kilter and weird and not I, in a good way I didn't I like that. thought well what I have noticed in move in some shows and some especially no actually shows only is that when I let the show go all the way through especially if it's like a streaming release like like Moon Knight or uh, you know, Miss Marvel or something like that, or, or recently Ted Lasso. Um, I've noticed that my experience watching the show, if I don't watch it week to week, is better watching it straight through. And not a lot of shows right now 
have that kind of good balance where it keeps me engaged every single week to want to come back. It seems disjointed. Um, like with the last season of The Mandalorian seems disjointed. I'm sure it will run smoother if I, when I go back and rewatch the whole yeah. season again. But like for Ted Lasso, there was a lot of like people talking how, like, how, like, weird the final season was. Well, how everything... it, it went away from Ted's story and it was diving into a bunch of other people's stuff. It did, uh, but like, shut that, that like just felt rushed and didn't really matter. But like, I didn't have as hard a time getting through it because I wasn't waiting week to week. Right, right. So anyway, so back to the Spider Verse. Well, why did I bring up all that other shit? I I don't know. Oscar Isaac and Moon Knight. Oh, but, Isaac. Uh, right, that's right. That's right. But I, so back to my story because I was forget what I was doing. Uh, there's a part. The movie is so good. There's a part in where he steps on a burger in the in the cafeteria, and and after the movie's over, my son goes, uh, "Could we go get a, a spider burger?" And I was like, "Wait, when so did that, he step on a burger in the cafeteria?" Uh, there's like a. It was like a red burger with a blue symbol of the spider the spider symbol on the top of it and i think oh, he was running right. through the cafeteria and right, i think right, he right. stepped on it before the guy could eat it so right, we're leaving right, right. the theater and my son's like can we go get a spider verse burger and i'm like that doesn't fucking exist that was in the movie and he's like no 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 a burger king has it and i was like yeah, what they definitely yeah it so definitely we go exists. to we go to the burger king we wait in the line i get up to the thing i order it they're like oh we're out of stock and i'm like what i'm like this thing is still out till june 21st how we're still three weeks left. Why is this shit sold out? And why do you still have it on the board? Well, it's a nationwide thing. We can't take it off the board, blah, blah, blah. So I got to wait in this line for like fucking 15 minutes, like with ordering nothing. So I'm just like sitting there. Finally, I get out and we're driving home and I look over and you, you know, I'm sure you felt this way when you're a little kid, how disappointed you are and like literally like crocodile tears are coming out of your eyes, whatever, because you can't find the fucking Darth Vader figure or some shit. So. <laughs> I go. Mine was mine was the uh, Batman toy. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was something. It was always something. Uh, so I called another Burger King. They're like, "Oh yeah, we have plenty of those." So we drove there and ate it. It doesn't how fucking far, taste any far, different. It was red dye. You ate red dye. How far very, very was much. the Burger King? Uh, the second one, like, like five minutes from our house. So oh, okay. So it I had to I had to drive past our house to get to it and then drive okay. back. But whatever. He was fucking happy and. Then he's like, "Can I get the Spider Verse ice cream?" And I'm like, "No, you, you gone too far. <laughs> like, we're not. We're it's not. Just it's cream. just white ice cream with red dots in it. I'm like, we're not doing that. Right, you, right. You could do that when we get home. What would have been anyway? Awesome. So the movie's I so thought, good that I had to go get the fucking burger. Like, would have been the really point. cool like, is if this was like a Harold and Kumar thing to go find this burger for you and your kid. <laughs> I know up, White Castle is nowhere near me. That would be insane up, if I flew up, on a plane to go eat that. You end up like. Riding a cheetah to try to find this Burger King burger. <laughs> uh, spider cheetah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we ate this fucking Spider Verse burger. We went to the store and looked at all the Spider Verse character, the figures. They're all like fucking gone now, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, we kind of made it a, a, an experience. And then we came home and we're like, let's, we own the first one. I'm like, let's, let's start watching that. Like, we haven't watched that in a while. So anyway, yeah. it was a great fucking time. I mean, it was a yeah. great time. My favorite thing about this movie is that it feels like a continuation of a story. The problem with a lot of sequels is like it doesn't continue the story. It's just episodic, right? So like – which is why Winter Soldier is so fucking good, right? Because oh not, not only is it a spy thriller, but it continues Captain America's story, right? Yes. Um, You know, like for some reason this popped into my head. Batman, right? The, the 89 Batman. 
Batman Returns doesn't feel like a sequel. Nothing Batman doesn't grow. There's no fucking story for Batman. No. Right? Like he just he falls in love. Well, who gives a shit? He fell in love in the That's first one. That's why you could switch him out. That's why they put Val Kilmer in the third one. That's why they put Clooney in the fourth one. There's no – the only thing you have is Alfred, <laughs> the same Alfred. Other than that, right. there's nothing in to In that universe. Say. Well, yeah. Peter Hingle – well, the guy who played Commissioner Gordon was the same throughout too. Okay. Well, you know, um, and they have different but, fucking Batmobiles in every movie. It's like – Right. Well, they – well – the Batman Returns Batmobile is a little bit different. Oh, speaking much. of that, they finally showed the Batmobile on the trailer, and I was so pissed. Like, oh, I saw they that. just DC just cannot, for the life of me, cannot hold anything sacred. Nothing. Like they've showed so much now that I don't even want to see the movie anymore. I'm like, I, I got it. I got. I have the whole movie in front of me. I know exactly what happens. Now. I'm almost positive now that 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 is Cal L. That Kara Kara is flying through the clouds. The first time I saw that shot, it, it was really far back. It I is. saw it in IMAX, and it was much closer. I'm like, "That's fucking Kalo." Yeah, because they, in, the, in the Flashpoint, in Flashpoint, that's what happens. It's I, I'm I'm so I mean I bought tickets to it. Then I saw that trailer, and I was so mad because like they I couldn't help it. They threw it on the, in front of Spider Verse. I watched the the Batman trailer like way too your, much. They showed way too much. What was your what was your f- least favorite thing of Spider Verse across the Spider Verse? That we have to wait for the next one. Yeah, that was that's mine about too. it. This movie is over two two hours long, you guys, and it did not feel like that. When it was over, I was like, "What?" Well, you also fell asleep for the first twenty. The minutes first again. time, I know, but like the second time, I watched. You said you it. took a nap. No, I, I no, I didn't take a nap during the movie. I took a nap during the trailers. Oh, uh, oh I didn't oh. miss. I didn't miss any of the movie the second time. I watched the whole fucking thing. But so I was sitting in the theater, and I think I said this to you when we first talked offline about the movie or getting ready for this recording. I was like, dude, I, when the I forgot while I was watching this you movie, there's a third one. <laughs> yeah. So like, as 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 Miles is tied up to that punching bag. And I'm like, and then they're, you know, they're, they're going along with Gwen's story where it's like almost like a team up where she, you know, gathers the rest of the crew from the first movie, yeah. which was fucking awesome. I'm like, wait a minute. I think this movie is about to fucking end. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, there's a third one. So like, as that was happening, I, I was like, wait a minute. This movie's over two hours long. This is fucking over already. It does not stop. Even the parts where Miles is talking to his mom or Miles yeah, is talking to yeah. his dad or Miles is just talking to Miguel when there's no action going on. The entire story is captivating. They literally take what you see from the first movie and blow it up into this giant, like, literal Spider-Verse. Yeah. Where – so basically the plot of the movie is from the first movie – Miles is obviously the hero. He's the new Spider-Man. What you yep. find out, which is fucking fantastic. Oh, this is so fucking great. Fucking fantastic. The spider. That the spider that fucking bit him was not supposed to be teleported to his universe. Yeah. Right? It was actually supposed to be bitten in Spider-Verse 42. 42 or, yeah, uh, 42. Earth, Earth, Earth yeah, 42. Earth 42. So by him being bitten, it it unleashes this chain reaction throughout the Spider-Verse where his version of Peter Parker dies in Miles' ver- uh, Miles universe of yep. his Peter Parker dies. He was never supposed to die. And if you go back, because I've watched that movie so many times, you go back and watch it. Everything that leads up to Peter dying is because of fucking Miles, Miles. right? Yep. Then if you, when, when you finally reach Earth 42, the New York is just fucking in disarray. 
complete yeah. disarray because like there's Back no to the Future too. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, because there's no Spider-Man in this fucking universe, and yep. it's completely broken because they didn't get bit, and he right. becomes the Prowler. Right, he's basically he, Prowler. He, Miles is the fucking anomaly. I fucking love the. I love the twist. Also, before you even find out, it's Earth forty two when he gets put into that machine. Yeah. I love the fucking callbacks. I fucking love the callbacks. I'm getting goosebumps. In the beginning of the movie, it tells you that this machine automatically recognizes your DNA and realizes what universe you're, you're supposed to, to be. the right planet. Yeah. So right Miles Earth. escaping that giant escape scene that you were talking about, which is fucking it's, phenomenal. It's, it's one, one of the, of the best chasings ever. ever. Yeah. He finally gets into that machine. What he does, what he fucking forgets. Is that the machine recognizes his DNA as Earth 42, not his universe. Yeah. And when, when he is talking to his mom, I'm like, his mom's acting weird. Something's off and something is darker in this, in this Brooklyn. Yeah. And, or is it Brooklyn or Harlem? It's Brooklyn, right? I think think it's Harlem. I can't remember. I, it's, I think, no, Uh, I think it's Harlem. Okay. Right. Let's just say it's Harlem. And then later on, you fix it. You're like Brooklyn. (laughs) I can't remember one of the two, but his his city is looks weird and darker. And I was like, all right, whatever. The big casino, right? (laughs) His mom's got huge tits, (laughs) Uh, huge fake tits. There there was a part in it where I where I thought that his uncle was actually married to his mom in this first. Yeah, I kind of thought that too cuz like they, he looks up and he sees his dad painted there and I'm like, "Oh shit." Well, they're in the comic in books his, together. his his dad yeah. does die in the comics. Yeah, yeah. But um, they're in cahoots together. I was like, "Holy shit." That's well, I mean nuts. like, well, if he, I'm like, "Well, I, as soon as you find out that he's not like that his uncle wasn't the prowler, it's like, "Oh, it's got to be Miles." Because you don't see that yeah. version of Miles until And that later was on, the but, that was the Flash season 4 or 5 twist, you know, where like that that <laughs> I'm Big pretty sure that was around. like every flash yeah, has some kind of flash twist. Yeah. Um, but like, oh my God, this was like, done what, better. This was done this, better. This, there's so many things in this movie where it just takes these little nuggets. So, <laughs> so sp- the spot, pretty Jason, cool. Jason Schwartzman, right? Right. But they take some obscure joke. From the first movie where he fucking, you know, the donut guy from the first movie. Yep. And they make him the main fucking villain is this in this movie. Miguel is not the main villain. He's no. he's like a half villain. He's like a lost hero type. Well, villain. Like, he's well, his story's fucked up. Oh, is why. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's all messed up. He's not really right. bad. He's just right. he had a lot of tragedy and it's his fucking fault. Right. He's he's kind of lost. In it, and like he's, and one of the things about Miguel is that in the comic books, he doesn't have any spider powers. Zero. Mm-hmm. He's basically Iron Man. All of his abilities come from his technology, which is why yeah. he couldn't grab anything or stick to anything when he was falling. Right. Why right. he? Why? Why he couldn't shoot out webbing when he was falling from that that rocket or train, rocket whatever thing, the fuck. Yeah. So, so his, so he's a little bit, he's a little bit different than all the other versions because all the other versions were basically bit by a spider, um, except for him. Right. So he's a little bit, his, his spider origin is a little bit different, but everybody is so fucking good in this movie. Like, they're amazing in it. 
like Mc, like you said, so Miguel's good. Miguel's story is is fucking is is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking what yeah, happens it, to him. It was like he, you know, there was a universe where he wasn't in it, but there was a universe where his kid wasn't in it. So he switched places and like no no no. What happened was just... he he found a version of himself that did not become Spider Man, but had a Spider-Man, daughter. Right daughter yeah so yeah. but he, he died but yeah. he saw this and then like when he was killed or died or whatever he immediately replaced him and got rid of the body i don't know maybe he did like a doctor strange thing where he yeah. just got rid of the body I don't, in this in this movie anyway and because he was the fucking anomaly he fucking completely collapsed that spider verse yeah yeah so that's basically so that, insane so that's what he does is he 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 fixes all he tries to fix all these anomalies the problem is is that what miles did is way worse because he's gonna potentially he could just break the entire spider-verse right and so i don't know how they're gonna fix this like i don't know but i cannot wait i hope it's not tropey you know if that's even a word It's that time of the show where I ask you to review our show on iTunes and Facebook. On iTunes, you can just look us up at Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. And on Facebook, once again, that is at Chew on This podcast. So please head on over and give us one of those nice five-star reviews and tell us how we changed your life and made it for the better. And now back to the show. It's like an Avengers Endgame. It's what it looks like at the end of this thing. He, they got the old troop back, and uh, I was like, "Oh, cool! Like Nicholas Cage is going to be back, and like all these guys going to be." Back. Oh yeah, that when they're standing yeah. on top of that roof or whatever they were standing on, and, yeah. it's the, and it's the original crew from the first movie. Yeah, I was like, "Oh fuck yes, Nicholas Cage is coming back!" Yeah, I was so excited. Oh, uh, so, it's yeah, so this awesome. this movie definitely it drives the like you said like this is a trilogy like all three put together probably going to even be better than nolan's batman by far uh this whole trilogy it really looks like they they put all this together from the beginning like they knew what they were going to do uh because this movie's flawless like the first movie's flawless and you put them back to back and they work great now i just hope they stick the landing you know like yeah it would be the worst thing in the world if they come with up with some convoluted bullshit like, "Oh, he was dreaming the whole time." Like, fuck, what? He, Miles uh, wakes up in a bathtub like Emilio Estevez did. <laughs> what was that movie? What was that movie where he makes up? A, he wakes up in a bathtub and the whole thing was a dream. I can't remember, but there was like Jacob's Ladder, like the Tim Robbins movie, where like the whole time well, that he was guy dying, was dying. But that guy was that guy was, had that guy was having PTSD from the Vietnam War, though. That's a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. So, but this, but, but the, there was that one famous Emilio, Estevez, infamous Emilio Estevez movie where it's just like, I don't know, this weird fucking thing. He ends up dying on like a bleacher or something because he pretends uh, to open fire on the cops, and then as he dies, he wakes up in the bathtub. And I'm like, oh, that's the bizarre. Entire movie was a fucking dream. Anyway, I, I know it's not going to be yeah. like that, but it would be pretty fucking yeah. funny if they did it. I, I mean, they even funny. got fucking uh, Glover in this. To play. Uh, the only person that wasn't in it was Tom Holland. I don't think. I think everybody else was in this because there was a there was a I don't very know about that. There was a Tobey Maguire. There's Andrew Garfield. There was Andrew Garfield scene. There was um, uh, 
Donald Glover's character who eventually becomes Prowler. Well, that was a that was a nice callback to all the internet rumors that he was the Prowler in the first Tom Holland movie. Well, he was going to become the Prowler because he goes, oh, yeah, my nephew lives and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, shit. He's talking well, about Miles Morales. You, well, that's no, because you see his name. Yeah. You see his name somehow in the, in the driver's license or something. And it you, says and, Prowler. And, <laughs> first you're name, like, the. You're like, first name, uh, the. <laughs> like McLovin? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, but, but he, his, his name, I forget what his Prowler's name is, but you see forget, his name yeah. on the driver's license. So yeah. that's why he was going to become the Prowler or you think, but, but that was a nice callback to, to have him in the, the, the the movie as the prowler which was fucking fantastic yeah it was everything about this thing was cool but that we got there was literal gasps in the theater when what was your biggest gasp in your theater uh i think andrew garfield popped up they they went <gasps> and then donald glover was probably a good second the, toby mcguire are... was hard it was it was really small and up in the way in the left hand corner and it's like if you didn't yeah. look up and see it you would have missed it um, because like they were talking about, finally, Uncle Ben gets, gets like love. <laughs> like, like in Tom yeah. Holland's thing, like, Uncle, who's, who the fuck is Uncle Ben? I love um, the part in the chase scene where he busts through a psycho, a spider psychologist. Oh! And he's like, and the guy, and there's a spider man on the couch, and he's like, and then Uncle Ben, and then the spider psychologist yeah, cuts him off. It. He's like, no, the spider psychologist is like, let me guess, he dies. He dies. <laughs> Or they did the famous, like, everyone pointing at each other shit. Yeah. You know? That was pretty cool. It's like, Spider-Man's on the loose. Get after him. And they're all pointing at each other. And I was like, oh, right, that's a good right. callback. Right. Yeah. This, yeah. The, the movie, the, these guys know what they're doing. You know? They 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 know usually, exactly what they're doing. Usually when you see, let's see, how many directors there were. There were there's, I think there's three directors. Yeah. And then, Phil, and then uh, Christopher and uh, Phil Lord. So. Uh, executive Dos, producer. Dos, Dosan- or wrote it or something. I want to say Joaquim, Joaquim Dos Santos. Yeah, something like Kemp, that. Kemp Powers, who directed Soul. Yeah. Justin K. Thompson were the directors. The writers were Phil Lord, Christopher Miller, uh, and David Callahan. Usually nice. when you have six people helming a movie, it's not going to be good. It's not bueno. But, but chances are, I think with this, they don't have like 20 writers. I think these are the guys. They sit in a room and just like hash it out. No, I understand. But when you usually have six people helming a movie, it's not a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, but in this case, because there was so much shit going on that it just fucking works. It it's, just, it, it yeah, works. It's, it's, it's unbelievable to me that something is as crazy as this was. Like, I can't even believe like you can't pitch this movie in the beginning. You have to pitch the Dude, first one. Obviously. They got. They got the fucking ultimate Spider-Man cartoon car- yeah. uh, voice actor to come to into come this in. movie. Yeah, just for I've a second. I've seen that cartoon. It's fucking fantastic. It's they they cut that they cut that uh that show when Disney bought Marvel. Yeah, which is a bummer. And then they cre- um, they they re-released it with a different Spider-Man, but like but that ultimate Spider-Man was fucking fantastic. They got that guy and they got Yuri the voice of the Marvel Spider-Man video game to come in and do this. They got, and every- you see him twice in the game. Yeah, uh, I'm gotten, sorry, in the movie. They've got the f- so many people that they've used before. The first it, time you insane. see Marvel Spider-Man is when Genki is playing, um, the game. 
in the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie that you, when, when when Miles comes back to his dorm room, he's playing the Spider-Man game. And now Genki yep. becomes ha, is now the guy in the chair, chair. like he yep. is in the video game, right? Yep. Yep. And then the second time you see it is in the Spider-Verse or in in Miguel's headquarters. And they somehow are talking about video game Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man's like, who, me? Like, me yeah, video yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just, yeah, they're oh tying into the game. They're tying into everything. Like, the, it is truly, but like they when they can. say Spider-Verse, yeah, when they say Spider-Verse, that's exactly what they mean. Yeah, it's you not, know? it's not shit to just throw in here. I mean, yeah, there's shit thrown in here, but because because Miles broke the Spider-Verse, everything makes sense. There's a reason why all these Spider-Men are here. So, like, when all that shit happens, it just works within the movie. It's I always go back to that James Gunn thing or, or – Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, where – Character, where, story. Right. Where in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy, you see uh, Star-Lord dancing. And it because tells if you, you don't everything. have that beginning of the movie and he starts dancing at the end of the movie, you're like, what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah, on here? what is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Right. So like this movie, everything fits. Every joke in here really works. And I love, I love his parents. I love, yeah. I love both Same. of Miles' parents. They're just fucking, they're just really fantastic. Like the um, look on his face when they basically tell him, yeah, you have to let your dad die. And he's like, fuck, oh, no, God. I don't. Right. You know, I, I can do everything. I could do it all or whatever it was. Like I could, I could do both. And they're like, what's, no, what's dude, great about Miles in this movie, in the first one too, where he's like, anybody could wear the mask, but they take it a step further here because yeah, anybody can wear the spider mask, right? Because that's evident in the spider verse, but all of them aren't acting like Spider-Man, right? Like right. Spider-Man, I try to explain this to my kids, like, and I think I, I've said it on the show a, a bunch of times where like, I went back and watched the, uh, I was sorry, read from the very beginning of Spider-Man because I wanted to see how his growth happened. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that is – there's weird things that like Spider-Man's kind of – Peter Parker's kind of a dick, like a little bit of a punk in, in, in the comic books. And he's kind of a whiny bitch. But the one constant thing about Peter Parker or Spider-Man in the early on in the comic books is A, he fucks up a lot, a lot mm-hmm. he messes up on. But B, the most important thing that makes Spider-Man Spider-Man throughout his entire run is he never gives up. Ever. Ever, 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 ever gives up. If he can't save one person, well, I guess that's a bad thing, but if he can't save one person, he'll kill everybody. I don't know. (laughs) What what are some of the things he messed up? Like, did he get some, like, a bunch of women pregnant (laughs) and didn't pay his bills? Like, what what did he do? Well, no, like, because, like, the first time he faces an actual villain, he gets his ass kicked. Okay, okay, gotcha. The first time he faces Doc Ock, he gets his ass kicked. There's there's times where, like... Imagine all the responsibilities and things that you might have to do when you're 17 years old and now add on top of the fact that you're trying to save city people yeah. in a mask, in a mask, yeah. sneaking around. And that Aunt May in that comic book, she's like fucking the – like she, I don't know why Peter loves Aunt May because she's so <laughs> fucking annoying, right? But <laughs> – When are you going to get a job? <laughs> well, she doesn't do that. But like at every turn, she's almost – you ever watch Johnny Dangerously? Yeah, I love that movie. So okay, much. you know how like in Johnny Dangerously, his mom needs like an operation every other fucking week. Yeah, yeah. Well, Aunt May feels like in the comic book she's like gonna have like a like she's gonna die almost every fucking comic book. 
And it's, it's, it's brought on by, it's brought on by Peter not being there because he feels the obligation to be Spider-Man. But him being Spider-Man leaves his Aunt May alone all by, all, all by himself. Yeah. All by herself. And so like, it, it feels like almost every time, you know, Aunt May is going to die because of some stupid fuck reason and it's got Peter all fucked up. Like, so, but, but that's the thing about this vert, this, this Miles Morales understands understands what it's what it takes to be spider-man it's just like when miguel's like yeah you gotta let your dad die he's like wait why we're 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 i'm spider-man we're all spider-man how can we just say let it happen there's got to be another way yeah the thing is is like and you're looking at this is like one person versus trillions of people and i say trillions like that's probably the case because we're not talking about you know, just Brooklyn or New York City or New York just disappearing. We're talking about an entire earth just being wiped off yeah. existence, just gone. So we're talking about saving one person versus trillions of people. And in the comic books, Spider-Man would be like, there's got to be another way. There has to be another way, which is why it was so shocking in Civil War when he first went to Tony Stark. And yeah. sided with Tony Stark. But yeah. then obviously in Civil War he changes and goes to uh, Captain America's side when he realizes what Tony's doing. Right. But, um, but that's the thing about Spider-Man. He's always going to be on the right side right. of what's going on. And right. in this case, in this case, like, it's insurmountable odds. It's, it, if you, if you, honestly, if like, if, if you weigh this out and you, I would say if you questioned a hundred people, is one person's life not an extraordinary person not not like the president of a of a country not like you know somebody who's going to cure cancer just a guy i mean yeah he's a cop right but he's just a guy he's a normal guy one normal guy versus trillions of people where are you going i would say 99 people out of 100 would say save the trillion right it's right. one person what are we doing here right and but Spider-Man is going to be that one person that says there's got to be a way to save this one person. There right, has right. to be. Yeah. So well, it's someone he cares about too. It's not like it's Joe the grocer down the street. I know. It's I like, know. Ah, but when you fuck that guy. But when you compare like well, you compare like one person <coughs> to trillions of people. That right. one person better be like like I don't even know if Albert Einstein is worth one person. Like I don't even know if Albert Einstein is worth a trillion people. Right. I don't know anybody that's worth a trillion people. You're like, I'm not. saving, I'm saving Yanni. I love him. I love his music. I will find a way. <laughs> I am going to be saving, uh, I can't even think of Carrot Top. <laughs> Carrot Top. <laughs> we need him. We need his props. We need him because Gallagher's gone. We need this guy. <laughs> He's, there's only two prop comics and there's only one left. Yeah. <laughs> All I right. If there's a Spider Verse out there where <laughs> Carrot Top is Spider Man, right? <laughs> He's got props. Yeah. Uh, he, he just, fights he just starts props. throwing shit at yeah. them. <laughs> when he starts like real web shooters when he's throw when he's throwing webs he's really throwing like um, nerf nerf bullets right right <laughs> um all right so we already did our diversity rating uh plethora for sure uh through the roof plethora and i'm just gonna go out on a limb and just I, it's not even a limb 
It's not even a limb. Uh, five. No. I mean, five chainsaws easily. Like hands oh god, down. it's not even close. Uh, if yeah, if we even, had six, it would be six. If I could give more, ten. yeah, I would. Yeah, like I, um, I, I would do. It's it's obviously five lightsabers for me. There's no way that this this movie's fantastic. This movie is. Uh, yeah, I, when you're I'm when like, your one pet peeve is that you have to wait for it to fit, you know, wait a while. Right. It's a good movie. You right. Know? When you can walk out of a theater, like I, I looked at the I, I looked at the time because I took my kids to the theater for this one. And I looked at the time and I was like, wait a minute, this is over two hours long. So I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, when does everybody have to take a leak so that nobody's getting up? Blah, blah, right, blah. No right. drinking soda. I'm going to miss something. Shit. I'm going to miss something. <laughs> and then the, and then obviously, you know, at towards the end when it happened, I was like, holy shit, this movie breezed by. Yeah. There's no well, slow points. Everything, everything is awesome. All the talk, when the, when the, when you're in, when you, when you're doing a movie about Spider-Man and some of your favorite scenes are just talking. Yeah. You know, like the scene, that rooftop scene where, where, uh, Rio ungrounds Miles to go after, oh, that's so uh, good. Gwen. I love that entire scene. Like, that's, I, it's just so good. I love that they went to a couple different, they went to one universe and they, like, they were saving people all together. Like, the, uh, what universe was that? Um, that was the, a, that was where Spider Man was Indian, right? Indian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I loved, I loved every bit of that. It was fantastic. Yeah. Like all the, all the, the fight scenes were great. The chase scenes, I mean, all that shit was awesome and, and didn't play out like a, like Matrix where you could see the shit coming a mile away. Like it just, it, everything flowed beautifully and all the conversations were awesome. You know, like I love how it started out with Gwen, you know, talking. You know, I love how they've taken that thing from the first movie. You know, I'm Spider-Man. I'm blah, blah, blah. And then they, they like tell the story and they tell the story, keep telling it from other people's perspectives, other Spider-Man. Like right. I love that they continued, like everything flows great. You know, everything belongs where it does. It's, there's nothing out of place. Um, it, it is a full on universe they've created. And in this one, like I said, they just went balls to the wall. And now the third one, I like, I, I cannot wait. Like I couldn't wait for this one. Now I'm like, Oh my god! I hope you stick the landing because if you stick the landing, this is one of be the best trilogies ever made. Like, it's already the best two Spider-Man movies we've ever seen. Like, I love oh. No Way Home. I love Spider-Man Two. I even like the first Andrew Garfield movie. This is by far the these two movies are the best Spider-Man movies they're, you will ever the see. Best. They are the best, and you can and watch I, them. Like, no, No Way Home. I can't watch it over and over again. To be it's honest, it's a long movie. You. It's a long movie. I've, I've seen this movie, the, the first Spider-Verse movie, a bunch of times, and I've never gotten tired of it. Um, and oh, I yeah. notice something new every time. And this one, I'm going to have to watch way more because there's just so much in the background. I mean, it's like George Lucas did this thing. Like, George Lucas is like, let me take care of the background shit, and you guys do all the writing. Because, oh, my God, there's so much shit that happens in the background where I was, like, pointing, but I had to, like, stick with Miles. But I'm like, I keep pointing, you know, and missing right, shit. Right. Right. And I'm just like, oh my god, I have to see this again just to watch everything around Miles happening. The artwork um, in this movie is stunning. Is God, there's that part when you actually when when Gwen is telling her story and the and she's talking about how her her Peter Parker dies and the background when she comes back to see her father, right? When she comes back to see her father after she's gone for months, yeah. and you find out that his father her father quit. Um, her, the, the background starts bleeding this like color as the story gets darker. Oh my God. 
Yeah, this movie so is good. fucking phenomenal how they decide how to draw scenes. The fucking spot and Miguel have trace lines in them. Yeah. They have trace lines. Like these are like the, 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 you know, the basic start of like when you're, when you're creating, like I've seen how comic book artists, like remember when we saw Doug, uh, Doug Chang. Doug Chang draw, yeah. Trying, right? When we draw, he was just drawing shapes. He just started drawing shapes and all this. And so like he'll erase the shapes because it's on different layers, you know? Mm hmm. They leave they them in, in this in. movie. And I'm yeah. like, I don't even care. This looks fucking awesome. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it, crazy. It just works. Somehow it works. Like, cause if you saw this in another animated movie and they, you saw the trace lines or the, the, the shapes or whatever, the, 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 like, the skeleton of, of the, money, like, you didn't take like, time why? to just delete the layers. Yeah. It takes a second. Uh, erase, erase it. <laughs> right click, delete layer. What the fucking fuck? tracer. What are we, what are we doing? Here? <laughs> what are we doing here? Right? Yeah. Like right click on layer four, right? Delete. Or layer one and delete. Or, you know, just uncheck it. Yeah. Uncheck it so you don't see it anymore. <laughs> but you leave, and, and it's so noticeable on the spot because he's just white and black. Especially oh, when he's, you know. What a weird character to put in there, but oh my God. That fucking works. It just fucking works. And Jason Schwartzman is like, just kooky enough to pull that shit off. But like, just perfect. It, it makes total sense. Like, <sighs> The spot is really a tragic character in this movie. Yeah, big time. Like, literally, he does nothing wrong, and Miles just fucks everything up for him. Fucks yeah. his entire life uh, up. Life, yeah. From the beginning of stealing his bagel, right? From the very <laughs> beginning of taking his bagel to fucking him turning him into the spot. Yeah. Just fucking ruins his life. Yeah. Just, just, uh, just great storytelling, man. It's so good. Like, People should just watch these two movies and understand how you write character and how you how you push a story forward. Like there's growth happening in the second movie, and you just it's just a continuation of the story. I'm just like when I when I found out what the story was when they're telling you and they're doing all these callbacks to the first movie about what happened, like the origin of the spot. Yeah, then yeah. you find out Gwen's story. Then you find out Miguel's story. You know all fucking converges in why it's called across the spider verse right yeah it's so fucking good what's the it's next so one called is it beyond i don't know spider verse i think it's called I beyond no yeah uh, it, it, i i am calling it like my number one most anticipated movie <laughs> yeah for sure uh yeah i mean it's it's already uh it's doing very well in the box office but already they're talking about how there is a miles morales movie in the works there is a spider-man 4 in the works uh of course everything had to be shut down because of the writer's strike dude uh, i but. am so i would be so nervous to see a live action miles morales movie because right now this is my miles morales well this and the cart and the the game i just finished the game today and uh the game fucking is fucking, finally it's it's phenomenal the fucking been telling you for like two years or how many <laughs> yeah. years you've had the ps5 to play this game it, it's it's I was instantly hooked. It, it's it, the story's fantastic, and the acting's fantastic, and the animation is unbelievable. The fighting. I've been, all I've that been shit. telling I've, for all the listeners out there. I've been telling <laughs> BJ for what two years now. You bought this as part of the launch, right? It came as. A, I, I as think a I got it like March of March of 2022 is how long I've had the systems. Like okay, but you bought year, it in a bun- Like it came as a bundle. I've had it a year and three months. No, I had to buy. I had to buy it separately. But oh, really? I downloaded okay, it. Well, yeah. anyway, I've been telling you to play this fucking game because I've been <laughs> complaining and bitching about every fucking game that I've played on the PS5 since I've 
got the PS5 since I played Miles Morales. I'm yeah. like, why am I not getting games like Miles Morales? What what the fuck is going on here? Why are there load screens? Why why do I have like these fucking like built-in load screens? Like yeah. in Jedi in Fallen Order, I can't walk into a bar. Just walk into a bar because I've got to wait for that fucking little security thing going. Right. It yeah. looks like it's part of the game, like they're checking your security or whatever, but it's not. It's a it's a fucking little it's little a, bullshit thing for them to load the fucking bar yeah. in the background. Yeah. Right. In Miles Morales, you go inside a building, complete your mission and zip right out and start web swinging immediately. There is no fucking cutscene. There's no load scene. It's just it just fucking happens. There's no. Like, there's no tricky video game thing where it's like he's taking an elevator and it's taking a long time, like in fucking Fallen Order. None of that is happening. He he web swings into a building and he web swings out, and it happens just as fast as I just said it. And yeah, so it, I've been complaining it, a it's lot. It's pretty remarkable. Like when I played it, it it just made me that more mad about any games that I played on the PS5. I mean, even Horizon Forbidden West. You know, the Jedi Survivor game. Um, what else do I have? Uh, that came on multi-platform. I can't remember. But a few games that were multi-platform. And multi-platform meaning like uh, PS4 and PS5, not Xbox. Like like if like Hogwarts was an Xbox. No, that, like you mean that, that's multi-gen. Multi-platform yeah, means it's multi-gen. for the PlayStation yeah, so, and Xbox. Yeah, that's true. So Hogwarts came out in the next-gen systems, but then like two months later, they came out on the lower-gen systems. So even those games are not exclusive to the higher next-gen systems. Which I understand why there's screens. load screens. Which I kind of understand when it's a PS4 and PS5. What I don't understand is how like a next-gen multi-gen system or game has load screens. I, d- I don't understand. I don't understand, and that's why I can't wait for Marvel Spider-Man Two. Oh God! And because that guy, because oh. that, because that guy who plays Miles Morales in the video game is fucking fantastic too. He is, and that that's so. I guess so, you, I could see how you'd be nervous about the movie because these things came before, and they're fucking phenomenal. Both of them, yeah, yeah, both of them, fa- the cartoons, the animated films, and the and the games are amazing. Yeah, story wise, yeah, so, story wise, they're fucking really story, good. Yeah, yeah. Because Miles right. Morales' story in the video game is fantastic too. It is. It is really good. All right. So, uh, well, we did. That's pretty much. I mean, shit, we sucked the dick on this thing, like, uh, uh, pretty much. But uh, anyway, that was episode 382 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast on BJ. Nick. Till next time, folks. Chew on that. Later. <laughs>